Drive Radio 191 FM podcast. And we are fortunate enough on Radio 1 to be joined by the wonderful Mama Bear, Bori. How are you, Mum? Very good, thank you. What did you think of that? I loved it. You loved it? Yeah. Oh, well, that was uh, requested uh, by Paul, who is also a DJ at Radio 1, and he, uh, I've told him, Mum's giving his thoughts, so if you could say something to Paul about that song, Henry by Fabius Arabia, what would you say? I'd say Paul's obviously got really good taste. Yeah, he does. He's got a wonderful taste. Um, how are you, Mum? Very good. You're well? You. Yes, yep. You've had a good Monday so far? Yes, very productive. That's good. That's very, very good. Um, I've been rereading Harry... Uh, sorry, I've been re-watching Harry Potter, but I've been re-reading uh, Lord of the Rings recently. Mm. And um, I'm, I've just finished book one of the, the first half of Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. And I, I've already brought this up early in the show, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. But The Hobbits. Miriadoc Brandybuck... Yes? Oh, I'd love to hear what you think, yes? Well, are you talking about the film? No, 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 the book. The book, the book, the book. Well, the book's fine. No, 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 I know. I love the, I love Lord of the Rings, but I think... Okay, so before they get... So there's two things that... The, the Hobbits know that they're getting chased by the Black Riders, and they yes. know that the ring is terrible. They, they don't even know... They know... Everyone's told them, like, you don't know how dangerous this is and how important it is that you don't get caught and that this ring is destroyed. Or they, what, that this ring gets its way to Rivendell. So they know they're in trouble and they know they're being followed. And then they... They eat... Like, it seems like every opportunity they get, they have a meal, eat too much, and then fall asleep, and then they're in trouble. And it happens but- once... And then but I think they the get hobbits are the, a bit silly. They are a bit. They're, they're silly. They're so silly because then they get saved by they get saved. They get eaten by a tree, old man Willow, and then Tom Pombadil comes and saves them. And then almost as if at the next opportunity they do the same thing at the Barrow Downs. They eat a meal, fall asleep, and then they're in trouble. And Tom Bombadil has to save them again. They're a bit silly. They're a bit you know. Yeah, I, I, think I just that. I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Well, yeah, I think you're correct. Mm. And I guess, I guess, to be honest, that actually the the willow tree trapped them, and then the, but it's just like I, I don't know. I feel yeah, like we're all flawed. Though. We're all flawed. I mean, I'm I'm not perfect. I'll be the first one to admit that, Mum. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Oh, what? You don't mean that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> but none of us are. Yeah. That's that's true. Now, when I talked to you before, Mum, you said there's a few things you want to bring up. Right. Well. Here we go. Right. I've got two topics I want to talk to you about. Okay. One I've is, also got one, so we'll we'll, we'll set right. the agenda. I'll speak fast. No, no, it's all right. Don't. don't oh, the first is disguises, and um, <laughs> the second is health and safety. Okay. Sort of, right. So I want to tell you a little story. Yep. On Friday, I had to, was the introduction of trades, you know, where students go to Otago Polytech mm-hmm. and do automotive and cooking and things like that. And I, there was, I had to, I decided to bike since I'm trying to move more and also my, um, <laughs> bike the one and a half blocks. <laughs> so I was biking down to the, 
Bennett Burn Road campus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying you're biking to school, which is funny because we live a block and a half from school. Yeah, well, I did bike to school, and oh. then I biked to the Bennett Green campus. Yeah. And as I turned into Richard's Beach Road, yeah, the road that goes to the two ponds. Mm-hmm. Oh. You. Um, oh, you don't need I to be so blue. You don't I need to be so blue on my show. Well, people in Cromwell do go to school. Anyway, um, there was this girl standing in front of this big trade building, waving, waving madly at me. Mm-hmm. And I knew who it was, right? But I waved back. You know, I had to concentrate and because I only had one hand on my handlebar but here I was on my bike with my basket so I waved <sighs> yeah. when I ended up getting to the venue she was profusely apologetic to me because she thought that I was this 17 year old boy <sighs> why he would have a basket on his bike I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> given me the fingers. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure to be thrilled that a nearly 55-year-old woman, <laughs> what short woman, was um, mistaken for a taller, you know, 17-year-old boy. That's hilarious. There that is go. hilarious, Mum. Kept apologising again. I said in the end, look, move on. I have, because I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. That's right very on. funny, Mum. I like that. Righto. So that's, um, I thought you'd enjoy that one. So I felt like I was sort of in disguise with my bicycle helmet on. Right. Now, I, I just want to move on to health and safety issues, because during the week... I tried my respirator for the first time. You what? Because ceramic dust is very dangerous, so I bought a respirator. So okay. I, I um I had to put the cartridges on the side. So what is it? Oh, is it like a, a face mask? You a face ma- half mask, so I can breathe and yep. um, not breathe in the the fine ceramic no. dust, which can cause uh, health right. problems later on in life. Right. Well, I when I was reading the instruction manual, yes. I discovered that having a beard or moustache is hazardous to your health. And what? I thought I thought I should warn you. Warn me? Well, no, yeah. but mum, no, 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 mum, you can't, you can't all summer make fun of me because I can't grow any hair in the middle of my moustache, <laughs> and then turn around and, and claim that I do have a moustache. You're going to make your mind up. Are you? Yeah. I actually wasn't sure if these this warning would apply to you, but it says beards, moustache at the ceiling area of the mask can cause leaks. <laughs> oh man! I guess so, at that point you just have to pull your moustache or beard across your face, and it'll filter out almost anything. Well, you see, you would have more of a problem because you your moustache isn't even. Cause that's that true. Centimetre and thank you for bringing it up again. Righto. So that, I just wanted to mention this to you. Right. Now, the next thing is, on Sunday, I biked down to the farmer's market. Yes. To get this amazing goat's feta With cheese. your basket? With my, on my bicycle. Yep. I, no one gave me the fingers on this trip. 
or no even waved at me. But anyway, yeah, and then your father ended up coming down in the car later, and so then we had to go home separately. I biked, and he in the car, and I got home, and I was thinking, where is he? Because I would have thought he'd have got there faster than me. Yeah. And then eventually he turned up and told me that on the way home he'd found a garage sale. <laughs> but, you know, he couldn't resist. So <laughs> he said, I've bought you something. So he gave me, he bought me an international rugby cookbook put out by the Zingari Richmond a rugby club on yeah. the centenary in 1978. Wow. Right? Now, and then he proceeded to look through it and you know there were amazing recipes for example the the texan rugby club in texas in texas, texas. yeah because they they asked for recipes from all around the world mm. the texan rugby club um gave a recipe for armadillo chili armadillo you know, armadillo armadillo armor-plated creatures, and they said yes. if you didn't have them, you could use rattlesnake. Oh. And if you didn't have that, you could use groundless beast. And said only heretics add beans to chili, right? And then, you know, the Fijians, the Romanians had baked shrimp with feta cheese and recipes, oh. and the Fijians had, um, you know, pawpaw soup and really interesting recipes. Okay. Right, now... Then I came to the two Central Otago all former All Blacks that I knew of. Yeah. One of them, I'm not mentioning names, oh, but yes. one of them, what, who is your relative? Eh? Well, anyway. Am I related his, to an All Black? Yes. But anyway, his recipe oh. was mousetraps. traps. <laughs> <laughs> And then the really bad one. Who is the, it? Doesn't matter. We'll talk no. about that later. Okay. The other ex All Black who lives on the outskirts of Cromwell. Brad Bourne. Was Savaloy casserole. Oh, that's pretty grim. I was. I was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> with all these incredible recipes put in Savaloy casserole. And when I That's told disgusting. my dear friend that I have coffee with every Monday morning mm. about this and showed her the recipe book, she said, well, did you know that Savaloys are one of the biggest choking hazards in New Zealand? I... I am... I... I am so at all with that statement that I don't even know how to respond. Savaloys are the largest choking hazard in New Zealand. Well, one of them. Because that is incredible. Because there's two reasons, David, two reasons. Um, see, this is a public health announcement, okay. actually. Yeah. So one is... Hold on, I'll sound, I'll, sound the, I'll sound the alarms. People's choke on the skins. Yes. So... Yeah, some people remove the skins. And the other thing is oh. that they're dangerous to children because, and I, this possibly is Cheerios, that anything that compresses and can actually squash into the, sh uh, the shape 
on a child's esophagus is a choking hazard. For example, marshmallows and savoys. Wow. I... Mm. That... There's a few things that have strung, sprung to my mind after hearing that, Mum. One is, I'm quite. I realise how hungry I am, and I actually really love saveloys, despite not knowing what meat it is made of. I think I might have saveloys for dinner. Two, is I recall in second year when I was just starting out flatting and like sort of didn't really know how to feed myself. I went to this. <laughs> I went to pack and save, and you could buy like. Uh, it was like five kgs of saveloys for, like, it was, it was a stupid deal. And I thought, oh, I love saveloys. I love that. And I, I hated myself after that because I just, like, you like saveloys until you have saveloys four days in a row and then you realize you, they aren't, actually aren't that great. But I, the worst bit was sometimes I'd cook the saveloys, I'd boil them, and then, then you've got this pot of water, which is saveloy water. And I just, I, I, I just remember that Savaloy water exists. It's, it's like this tepid water that's been infused. I don't know. It's with a bit of fat sort of floating yeah. around the top. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But um, uh, by the end of by the end of that five kg bag, I was pretty good. At, I could cook a, I could boil a Savaloy. If you know what I'm saying, I could. I knew how to. I knew the perfect temperature, the perfect water to heat ratio. I nailed it. <laughs> Very. I'm so proud of you. So you're 20, 24 <laughs> years of culinary ex. Well, no, I mean I'm the. I'm Grandma Joan is an amazing cook. You are an incredible, amazing cook as well. I can only assume that your great grandma, my great great grand. Oh no, your grandma was a wonderful cook too. You know how many generations of great cooks there are, and then there's me who can cook saveloys. Yes, but. I heard years later that the first meal I cooked when I was a student flatting was actually fairly terrible. Really? And one, and I did once have a really embarrassing incident where I was making a quiche in this um, gauzy sort of dish and it started leaking and I stuck sticking plasters on the outside in an attempt to stop it. So... <laughs> so um, you, get, you get better. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's it's only up from here. Um, now, Mum, we've I think we may have perhaps fallen into the trap of just rambling on, but I do want to say one. I want to bring up one thing which has been ongoing a little bit on this radio segment of ours, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. But. I accused you in the summer of, well I didn't accuse you, but I was wondering where my surf booties and surf hoodie had got to. Yes. Do you recall this? Yes, For those of you listening who don't... I took it on board because I knew no, I hadn't done yes, anything to because them. you didn't, and they never, you know what the interesting thing is mum? Oh, just just to give more context for people listening who might not be aware, I, I thought I lost my surf hoodie, my booties and my hoodie, uh, and it was terrifying because if it, when it gets cold, what am I going to do? I don't want to buy another one. Um, Girl, a beard. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> I, I suppose you think you're terribly clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I found them, Mum. I found them. They're in my drawers. They're in my chest of drawers. In the bottom, I, I remember when I was packing everything up to go from the old flat to the new flat, I thought, oh, surf, uh, my hoodie is in my booties. 
these, I'll just put them in here and then pull them out when they go, and then I forgot about it, and now I am here on radio, live on air, apologizing to you for, I won't say accusing because I didn't accuse you of anything, but for being a thorn in your side regarding the lost booties. Well, that's, thank you, David. That's very big of you to apologize. <laughs> um, I didn't actually take it on board because I knew I hadn't lost them. <laughs> but you That's know, good. I'm fairly resilient. I can survive people giving me the fingers. Yeah, and I can survive. Mum, it, it, uh, I'm shuddering here in the studio. I shudder at the thought of someone giving the finger <laughs> to my beautiful mother. Well, they didn't. They didn't know it was That's, me. That, I'm glad but, um, it, as the yeah. unintended recipient. Well, Mum, probably survive. You know, eating saveloys too. So yeah, I want some saveloys. I really, I okay. Anyway, I I need to wrap things up. I need to get Savaloys in this dude. Um, first of all, before we go, well, no, as we're going, Mum, Tom, the 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 boss, the big man, he has requested two songs, and I've lined them up for him. I want you to. I'm going to start playing them now at a little bit of a quieter volume. And I just want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Do you hear that? Yep. What do you think? Well, I, I feel like I can hear the vibrations in Cromwell. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, Mum. This is Femme, Anti-Taxi, and that was my beautiful mother. See you later, Mum. Love you. See you, dear. Bye-bye. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.